Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Another massive video coming your way, guys. We've got the value picks for this year. Everyone over 400K that I think is going to score well and be a good pick for your starting team here in round one. Those guys there are blacked out, my most important guys, but on the left here are the guys that are priced somewhere in the 40s at the moment, and I see them having some value. A few of these guys get into the 50 marks, but most of them are in that 40s and below there in the in the high 30s, who also have some value. So we're gonna kick it off up top, and I've got Hastings there at a 53. This is someone who I think has plenty of value, but there's definitely some risk involved with someone like Jacko. With how the Knights are currently set up, this week is gonna be really important based on their trial as to how he's gonna play, how their team's gonna be set up, are they actually going to complete well? Because that was the big thing. A lot of people are, are becoming off a few of these Knights players, but just be aware, guys, they did play a semi-full-strength side, but a lot of the guys that were making errors were some of their youngsters. You know, Bailey Hodgson made a bunch of errors in amongst some really good plays, but, you know, Hastings didn't even get to a kick. He got one kick, I think, in general play in that first 40 minutes. So really for him, there's definitely some worries and it's more around the team. If the team can play well, I think Hastings going to be fine. And the good thing this week is we get to see him and Ponga together. So we want to know that Hastings is going to be goal kicking. So this projection is based on him goal kicking, uh, running the footy like he was. It looks like his foot's okay. But again, we'll, we'll find out. He did goal kick, which is good in that first trial, but he didn't have Ponga there. And there's some chat that Ponga will be that kicker. So if Hastings can come out, be the goal kicker this week, they can put a better performance together. I think he's going to be a great selection. So I have him at 53, and that's a plus eight on his price point, and is why a lot of people are interested in him, including myself. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how team lists shake up. We did see this week on Tuesday our first sort of real team list, and it's going to be pretty well close to these team lists come round one, unless there's a few guys that they're holding back. There's guys like Luke Keary who got a cop to knock the other last week and he is going to be held back until round one. So a few guys like that, but the majority of these guys are going to be lining up exactly as they are, a lot of these teams. And, you know, really you want to see how they all play in this in this week's trial and the type of role that they're going to get because most of these teams are well set up now, ready for round one. If a guy's not getting a lot of ball, then that could be a little bit of a worry. If he's missed tackle rates high and stuff like that, if you're not really, you know, if they're not a guy that you're sure of already coming into the season, then that's something to think about as well. Jaden Braley comes from the same team. I have him at a 52. 
this year. I think that he clearly has a few points of value there. Price of the 48. And, you know, that last five games last year, he was averaging in the 60s. So there's definitely some value in him. He's someone that can go a little bit hot and cold. He started awesomely in 2021. Uh, and did a great job all the way until that halfway, and then he injured his ACL at the end, unfortunately. So with him, there's definitely some upside in, in stretches. I know a bunch of people are actually interested in him at the start of the season. So I project him at a 52 across the season, but could average 60 in one point, could average 45 in another. That's what the data shows at the moment. And just depending how Knights play, if he can really direct them around the park, him and Hastings, I can see them both hitting that target or maybe slightly better than that. But there is that slight worry that they could go, you know, Braley at about a 48 and Hastings at about a 49 or something like that. And they don't have a lot of value. So that's kind of the, the only risk in picking up those two guys. But definitely great options. And I'll, I'll reveal the uh, all the types of guys on the right side who I suggest you should be picking up from round one in their order. So we've got Nat Butcher coming in next. If he is getting that starting spot again, we haven't heard a lot from Angus and where he's at at the moment, but he is not playing in the trial. So at the moment, Nat and Egan are going to be pretty solid options at this point. I have Nat priced at a 52, well, average at a 52 for, throughout the season. And that gives him plus four there. And he's got the dual position. So plenty of good things to hear with him. But the thing is with both Nat and Egan is we're not exactly sure how many weeks they're going to get, how long is Angus going to be out for. We don't know at this point. And Satili's going to be back in a couple of months as well. So there's two there. And who's going to get, who's going to get going to be dropped when Satili comes back? Is it going to be Egan? Is it going to be Nat? There's a few question marks there. And Nat priced a little bit higher than Egan shows that there's probably a slightly less value with him there. But still, a solid player for you to look at in your side. Sammy Walker, I've got in at a 50 as well. So he's got a, a plus 5.5, I see, on his average of 44.5 from last year and where he's priced out there. I can see him having plenty of value in a really, really good Rooster side. On that right side there, he will be the controller. There's a little bit of stress uh, on, on Kiri and, and they're copying that knock as well. So Walker's just going to do have to do that much more if we ever see, you know, Kiri missing out on time there. Walker averaged over 50 for that last bunch of games. At seven, I think the Roosters are going to be great, if not better than last year. So 50 for him seems solid. But the main worry and why you might not pick Walker is obviously the buy. But then the fact that the, he, you know, uh, averaging 50, he's not going to be getting keeper level scores. He's still going to be in that sort of bottom half of the top 10 in terms of halves. And yeah, is five points enough value for you? It might not be. Adam Elliott, so just found out from Enteral Physio that he did officially get the groin surgery uh, in the in January, so he's still recovering from that, and that's why he's on the bench this week. So just be aware, guys, that he may not be at his tackle-busting, offloading best, big-minute best to start round one. He could be worked into this and you know, maybe a 50-minute roll, and if he gets 50 at this point, price of 42.5, he'll still probably make a tiny bit of money, but I still think it's a bit of a risk if you're picking up a mid-ranger at 600K. It's a lot of money, right? Uh, is he going to be able to perform exactly how we want? And it's very rare that you want to bring in a guy that is carrying a bit of an injury into your round one selected team. So Adam Elliott at the moment is currently out of my side. He's moved on, but he's someone that I'm definitely interested in. And, and look, if he comes out in this trial and does really well and plays big minutes and seems fine, then you could still look to pick him in round one. If not, maybe uh, around two or three or four, if you've got injury to one of your guns or something like that, he could be a guy... Uh, to trade to, or one of those 550k mid-rangers, something like that. Reed Marnie at 50, definitely has some value there with the plus four. I'm uh, just not sure how much, to be honest with you, moving to the dogs. He looked pretty good in the trial, uh, but that's that. 
Guys, that uh, private group is there ready to be joined. They're going to be announcing all the prizes considering we're so close to first team list, guys. You want to be in that private group before the season starts because if you aren't, you won't be eligible for the big prizes that we have for our very small private group league. So you're going to have a very high chance of winning a lot of money if you're able to join that group and, and join the prizes uh, group or, or, or the ultimate package there. If you'd like to join the $30 one as well, that would be awesome. I'd really appreciate that. But yeah, getting close to the season, guys. Get your ducks in a row and get in there and have that big chance of, of some cash and big prizes across the whole season. Not just the end, it's going to be prizes across the whole way. So thank you again. Egan Butcher, he comes in at 50 for me. Just a bit of an unknown, unknown role. We know what he can do on an edge, but how's it going to work for him across the season? Is he going to be only getting three rounds and then you know, Crichton comes back in round five? Or you know, There's a few different things there. And then there's a little bit of mail as well that Egan Butcher may have been ahead of Nat anyway. So at worst with Egan, you're going to see him on the bench playing some good middle minutes. Anyway, considering they don't have a lot of those guys, it just depends how Lodge uh, ends up getting into that side and playing as well. But Egan, if we get him on the edge, I see him averaging 50 and plus 11 in, in price there, which is going to be great. There's not many guys that I think can do that, and he's one of those guys. So definitely think is a great option in your side. If he fits, obviously a 569 or 570K there, he you know, is fairly you know, highly priced there for a mid-range type of guy who we're not exactly sure on. But if he can get... Everything in his way, I think he's going to average about the 50 mark. And he'll have games with 70, with he scores a try, and he'll have games with that sort of low 40s. But he has a nice PPM there. Teague Wilton, from everything that we've seen so far, it looks like he's going to get that edge spot. So if he can get around 70 minutes plus that 80 there, I think he can average 49 is my call. On the safe side, he could average a little bit higher, could be a little bit lower, but 10.5 points of value at 49. He's terrific, and he's in the 530s, so not too bad at all. We've got a bunch of these guys in the 500s in this section. We've got Brandon Smith. You just have to get him in. I think he's a must-have just based on ownership and dual position and some value on his uh, on his name there. In a pretty good team, a great team, I suggest, this year in the Roosters. So 48 is my average uh, projection for him. Aaron Clark, there's a few things to think about. He's off the bench this week, which is a little bit weird. So just uh, have a look at him in the trials, guys. And you should be able to see what type of role he's going to be playing. Hopefully, he's going to get the 13. And, you know, if he does, that, that's great signs for, for everyone who's looking to pick him up. I see him having six and a half points of value. Is that enough when he's not a keeper? Bit of a no in, in my uh, thoughts there. But if you are to pick him up, I don't think that's an issue either. Hosking there at 48. So I think he's going to have a great season if he gets the role. Uh, it looks like he's fighting. With, it's him and Garner fighting between it, but pending role, he can average 48. If he doesn't get it and he's on the bench, avoid him at the start of the season. TPJ, 47. Looks like he's going to be clearly in the front row. How he's going to be used and the consistency that we're going to get from him is the big question mark. So last year, there were a bunch of games where he had low minutes, for example, and that is why he averaged the 41.5. I can see this year with just a reduc reduction in those low minute games, so less, less games under 30 minutes, more in the 45 to 50 range. I can see him being pretty close to a point a minute and having some games there where he's really low in the, in the high 20s in terms of points and then games where he gets 65 to 70. He looks like a world beater, but just that up and down nature is an avoid for me. But TPJ, if you go for him, I can see a little bit of value for sure. Barnett, I can see him playing a similar role to how he's played at the Knights. Edge, middle, a bit of everything there. So 47 for me uh, with him. Plus four, I think is solid and... Yeah, is it enough to be in your team? No, at the start of the, the offseason, I was thinking he could get big minutes on that edge, but it looks like they've got a few different players like that. They've got Nia Kore, who looks like he's going to be on the edge. It's been said that he will be there. You've got guys like Josh Curran. They're, they're playing Jackson Ford there as well. So I, I'd see some big mix 
between some a little bit of edge and, and mainly middle. And we know that he doesn't score as well. He's been named to start a prop this week. So, yeah, I just don't see the value there. He's much better on the edge, but 47 is the thoughts there. Hawes, but I still think that you can get close to 50 minutes and a 46 for him, just under 1 ppm. Should be pretty comfortable for him. Gives him about five points of value. And that's about all on that one. Just wait around, guys. We're going to be going through the right side first. Obviously, all the ones I have in order is the best picks of the season. So stick around for that. Thanks for being here so far. Subscribe if you are new. Thank you for being here. All right. So we move down to a bunch of the centers now, guys. So we have guys like Val Holmes at 45. We have Campbell Graham at 45. And I think Isaac Tungo is going to be around that 45 as well. So he'll have just a tiny bit of value. Holmes has the best start to the season and doesn't have a buy all the way until well they play or, or he he plays Origin. Graham also doesn't have a buy all the way through Tungo. He comes in at 17th, just the third best out of these three because of the fact that they have a buy in round three. So I think all of them are 45 is going to get you in that top five for the centers this year. And I think those three guys are clearly going to be some of the top, along with Joey Manu there, who I popped in the guns video. If you didn't see the guns video, guys, check that one out. All the must-have guns to start the season with, I think, is in that one, which is great. We got... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Gilbert. At 45, five points of value I see for him, just in an unknown role. We're not sure how he's going to be. If he gets 55 minutes, 45 seems pretty comfortable. Uh, he hasn't played a lot through the middle. Is he going to be a distributor? Is he going to be a bit more of a run first forward? We will find out a little bit more in this week's trial as well when they have close to their full team available. Daniel Saifidi, there's a, a fair bit of news out on him that he himself even came into the preseason last year. He said he was very much underdone. He rested on his laurels a bit. He obviously had a great couple of years making Origin and stuff like that. And last year he came in overdone, a little bit overweight, and he just never was able to recover across the entirety of the season. So Saifidi at 44, I think gives him, you know, plus six. And just again, that awkward price is six points enough when you have guys like Garner, Wilton, Egan Butcher, these types of players who I think can score better and make more cash there. You have a bit more points of value there. And someone like Saifidi, who does have the later buy in round 10, which I think by that point you'd be moving him on. Is that more important to you than having an earlier buy? That is the question you've got to ask yourself. But I think he's going to be solid. I wouldn't uh, steer you away from Daniel Saifidi at all. Luke Garner, the 44. Uh, with him at 10.5 points increase, just needs to be put in your side if he does get the role. Uh, him or Hosking, either way, you get them in your side. I don't think Garner will score as well as Hosking, just on previous form. He's a little bit older. He's been a bench guy in an average side in the Tigers recently, so that's that. 
Brian Toto, I see him getting at 44 this year. So that's an improvement from last year. But you see he hasn't, apart from the one year in 20, uh, 2020 there, 21, 21, uh, where he scored amazingly well in the 50s, he hasn't been a huge scorer for us here. So 44, I think, is going to be solid. On that right side, we prefer him on the left, but let's see how much they go right here. Uh, especially this week, we'll be able to see how they're going to play things a little bit, if they're going to split it both sides, or if Toto is going to be you know, less injured and running well out of, uh, out of dummy half there. I hadn't actually upgraded Hopgood's score since he's a uh, beautiful uh, play over the weekend, but look, if we can get sort of that 50 minutes from him, he's probably a little bit higher than that, about a, about a 46, just based on what we saw. He's an absolute freak. That's based on about a 50-minute roll, but there's every chance that he goes up you know, higher, 48 to, towards a 50, if he can get those big minutes. But it's a big question mark. At the start of the season, I think he's going to absolutely kill it. In big minutes, he should be getting in the 50s. But I think that the minutes will drop with Madison playing around that 60. Injuries is going to be the big the big factor. If he can get a bunch of them, then he's going to be somewhere in that 50 mark. If everything goes to plan, Madison's there, Campbell Gillard, Borlo there. They have, I, I'd peg him at like that 50-ish sort of minutes and then probably a little bit under that. Sorry, I hadn't changed his uh, when I was going through earlier. Uh, but he's someone who's just a must-have. You'll see he's... Uh, number one on our list there, which is great. So uh, hop good there. That is that one. I'll fix that one up after the video. Johnson at 43. Uh, look, I see some stretches there where he's going to be a 50 average guy. I see him carrying some injuries and rounding out to that 43, 44 type of range there. There's been a few guys that have spoken, uh, spoken about him and talked him up a lot. And I can definitely see it. As I said, guys, there's going to be some ups, there's going to be some downs with him, but definitely some value to start off with. Potentially some more, could potentially average 40 as well. Uh, last year was his worst year in a long time. So, yeah, not very often that he does average under 50, uh, but this could be the year that he comes out and, you know, performs well given he's, you know, back in, in great fitness at home in New Zealand. I think he'll be solid. Isaiah Tass, I'm interested in for sure. Price of 37, a plus five for him would be pretty ideal, to be honest with you. Uh, and at 42, just puts him a little bit underneath all the top centers. So that's my biggest issue. If you're looking at Isaiah Tass, you could pick guys like Holmes, Graham, Tungor, uh, Taylor May, these types of players uh, in that sort of center and wing fullback that are gonna probably going to average slightly more. They have a pretty tough to start to the year as well. So it's a slight issue to start with him. I do like him across the season though, which I'm sure if you're watching most of my videos, you you will know that there. So Isaiah Tass, solid one coming into this season. Lindsey Collins of 42. I see some upside for him, but I see plenty of risk as well. So probably one to avoid given I don't see him averaging, you know, seven points plus of value uh, and with the risks that he has in terms of head injuries and also um, injuries in uh, other injuries in general to his body, I can see him missing some time, which is not what we want. Tanner Boyd, I see clear value with him at eight and a half points. 42, I think is pretty solid, safe average for Tanner. Get him in your sides. I think you just have to. Uh, the way that you know, he looked on the weekend, he was solid, he did his job. And Titans are a team to score a lot of points. Their defense isn't great either, but you know, points is great for him. If he can be okay in defense himself, then we'll be sweet. Stags, I see plus four for him. Easily in the low 40s. It could be anywhere from 41 to 45, but carries some risk as well with injuries uh, and if he gets used, but he looked great on the weekend. So definitely something to think about with him. Ponga at 41, I think is going to be okay this year, but provides plenty of risk. Let's check him out on the weekend and see how he looks. Hopefully he is looking great for your side there. And then we move to Eli Katoa. If he gets that spot, guys, lock him in. I see nine points of value at a minimum, 40 average across the season. There'll be some games where he 
starts and gets good minutes, 50 plus minutes, 60 minutes, and there'll be games where I think he comes off the bench, depending how they want to play the game. So across the season of 40, but if he gets a start to begin the year, I think he's going to have plenty of value and you need to get him in your side at that cheaper price in the mid 400s. Lockie Miller, I just see him as a must have there. Yes, he hasn't been with the team much, but he's that guy, that individual type of runner of the footy that can get you 30 points just in runs and tackle breaks and the rest is gravy. So he's priced at 30. I see 35 to 40 very easily. So it's five to 10 points of value in a really tough position. He's not very expensive. So a 40 would be great. He has scored in the 50s. Uh, in his time with the Sharks. So Knights do need to play well enough for him to do well, but I can't see him having a ridiculous amount of try assists and, and stuff like that. So really run meters, tackle breaks, the odd offload and some tries himself w- would do just fine to get that 40 average. Reese Walshie there, the 40 for him, I see he had an incredible game the other day with the eye injury just has him, you know, maybe as a slow starter having th- you know two, three, three weeks off there. May not be playing in round one either. So just be aware of that guy's, uh, but while she 40 to 43, I can see for him. If he can take that next step, uh, if Broncos do really well, then that could be great. But until I see it, uh, I, yeah, I won't believe it until I see it with Walshie. Um, yeah, he needs to play better in a better side. Near Corre, I think, is going to be solid, but only a couple of points of value. How many minutes he's going to play, I'm not exactly sure. It sounds like they're going to be decent, but you know, big minutes on the edge for him. I can see a PPM dropping you know, somewhere around that. 0.55 to 0.6 at best. If he can get sort of 70 minutes there, would get him about a 39, which would be would be solid there. Ryan Sutton, you know, big question marks on him, how many minutes he's going to play. So if he gets decent minutes, somewhere close to that 50 mark, then he's going to be a plus five player for a 39 average. So I'll let you there, 39 for him, I can see. You know, if he shows big strides, then that could be great. Uh, you want to have a look at that in this week's trial and see how they all play together. Uh, and if he looks great in the centers, then maybe we can bump him up into a low 40s, similar to what we had with Isaiah Tass for sure, for sure there. Um, so he's a solid one there. Sad face for Savage, he's been injured. So I had him at a 39, but yeah, don't pop him in your side, guys. Looks like he's going to be out for a good stretch of time. Maybe the first two months, you know, seven, eight, nine weeks there. Penasenia, 39, I see a plus one for him. Eels, right side, probably not as good as last year. He will improve, but you know how much he can uh, get on that average there that he's priced at. I'm not exactly sure. Shustar, I see probably four and a half points of value if he comes back well and fit, which is solid. Um, but yeah, not not worth it at that price, I don't think. And then Lockie Elias, I can see him hitting about a 37 across the year, whether that's from the start or not. He could probably do a 30 from the start, which is what he's priced at, given they're up against some strong outfits there. But really, with Lockie, some may find this uh, very strange. You know, TK had him in his team to at that earlier part in the season where he popped out that video. Check out that video, guys. It's very informative, but... I can see him across the season hitting, you know, sort of 30, low 30s at start, late 30s uh, to 40s in the middle part of the year and, and beyond as the Bunnies go really well. I'm super excited about the Bunnies' fortunes this year. I have them sitting at number four overall in that ladder and, you know, plenty of chances to do super well across the season there. Okay, let's open up these value picks from round one, guys. We have Jermaine Hopgood, number one. Doesn't have a buy at all in that first th- uh, first 13 rounds. He, they have a buy in 14. So he's someone that could absolutely brain it at the start of the year. Is a must-have anyway. Everyone's going to have him. So it doesn't matter how he goes, to be honest with you. Him and Brandon Smith, I think you just have to have both of them. Um, but I haven't got him as like the best value. I think Hopgood's going to be great. Whoever gets the spot out of Garner and Hosking, they do have the buy in round three, which is what that means, guys little bit of a worry with that, but really either one of them is going to average well in a, in a good side. I think Lockie Miller just needs to be in your wing fullbacks. I don't see any reason why you shouldn't have him. 
unless you're going a lot cheaper. If you're going a little bit higher than that, I just think there's not as much value on offer as what Miller has. Teague Wilton, if he gets to 70 plus minutes, he's just should be in everyone's team. I, I think personally at about 10, 11 points of value. Tanner Boyd, again, probably not as much value as Wilton does or some of the others, but I just think that he, with that dual position, has that spot to hit for him at the moment. And I can see him doing a great job in that Titan side who score a lot of points and he's a great goal kicker, which is awesome. Eli Katoa should be in most people's sides. I think if he gets the spot, we've seen what he's been able to do in a lesser side with the Warriors and with the Storm will be great. Hastings there, I dropped him a little bit lower after this weekend, just for the fact we need to see a few things change with the Knights. So keep a keen eye on that game there. We've got Brandon Smith, Egan Butcher next. I think he's going to be important, but just a little bit more expensive than a guy like Katoa there. Uh, Wilton, these types of players, and has that early buy as well. So could uh, stunt a little bit of growth and the unknowns. Walker, I think, is going to be a solid one. You know, you can get close to that 50 mark with him. Maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. Jaden Braley, again, over that 50 mark, he's going to be solid. No buyers in that first section, which is pretty important. Uh, but I would go to Robson over Braley. Nat Butch, I think, is going to be solid. Elliot, we drop him down a little bit after the injury, uh, that he, yeah, the recovery from that surgery. Saifidi. Val Holmes, not, a super, not as important to start with because I think there's other positions that you can try to put a, kind of plug at that gun. And, you know, center's a little bit up and down, obviously. Most up and down compared to even fullbacks. They're very up and down, which, you know, a lot of time we don't start with a gun. Teddy is probably the only guy I'd look to down there to start with. Uh, but Holmes, I'm very interested in for sure. Lockie Elias comes in. Uh, the last on that list, which is still only a short list of 15, number, uh, number of 15 players. And I think he could do a good job. Yeah, at that cheaper price. But again, if you've got, you know, multiple players that you're looking at in that mid-value position, there's probably other guys first, but he's that little bit cheaper. Uh, and then we obviously will speak about guys like Stefano Utokamanu, uh, Trent Lioro, these types of guys that are just under 400K. They will be in the next video, guys. So if you're thinking about that uh, or asking in the comments, that's where they're going to be. And all the cash cows. going to be a massive cash cow video. Uh, and then we're going to put in, you know, after team lists and stuff, there's going to be a big sort of player Bible. We'll get everything out there. Uh, I hope you enjoy that one. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 